0: This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network.
1: How are you doing, Debbie Bogle?
2: I am doing great. Thank you for
1: the nameplate.
2: Well, I it was, you know, I just wanted to make sure you remembered me.
1: Well, I it says Deborah. I always have, yes. I struggle with that. I um, know. Not that there's anything wrong with Deborah.
2: Well, that had, so this is the my White House podcast.
0: Um, uh, I see. The, I
1: see. Yeah, I, you didn't bring this in for me. You brought this in to, to
0: brag. She's, I mean, did. Listen, I, I'm going to throw her under the bus for a second at our United Way board meeting. I've got she my did the name. same thing. Yes, yes. I've got my janky one that doesn't even have my business on it, and she's got the White House seal on hers, just showing us all up. I'm going to figure out a way to make a better one. Uh, Some ridiculous.
2: Well, thing. I was I was talking to my brother, and I was like, check out this you know, nameplate I got, you know, while I was at the, um, Is in, that the only
0: souvenir
1: you brought out of the White House?
2: No. Some blisters. Yes, yeah, Some blisters, which is a, a really good, um, spam story as well. Um, but my brother's like, I'm pretty sure I could just print that out right now. <laughs> right now. My own. <laughs> it wouldn't be legal, but yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, just make my own. Uh, own. Sure. I was like, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. You know. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, let's back up uh, mm-hmm. uh, for everyone who's completely confused now, uh, including me. Uh, why were you at the white house and when did this take place?
2: Sure. So, Deborah um, Deborah
1: Vogel, executive director of the United Way of Decatur and Mid-Illinois.
2: Yes. So, um, I'm currently the president of United Way of Illinois, okay. um, board and it's the association for all of our United Ways here on Illinois we do advocacy and, um, kind of spearheaded the Alice, um, projects okay. and that type of thing. And so um, the White House was hosting um, the state of Illinois and actually Indiana together um, at the White House to talk about upcoming things and things that have been happening statewide in both of our states. So you
1: say the White House. What does that mean?
2: So the invitation was from the White House. It was a. We didn't actually go in the White House. We were in the Eisenhower Building,
1: right across the street. Yes,
2: well, right next door, uh-huh. and um, it was a White House um, community um, meeting. Is basically what it was. So the people who hosted it.
1: you probably don't work at the White House either.
2: Um. Well, not
1: in the White House. There's well, very limited right. space was, in the White it House. It was
2: cabinet members. It was um, like
1: anybody we know.
2: Uh, like. Um, the Secretary of Transportation. Kind
1: of like the Blues Brothers um, at the Super Bowl, <laughs> isn't it?
2: No, I mean, and, uh, you know, Pete. Pete Buttigieg was there? Yeah. Yes, and he was amazing. Okay,
1: well, see, yeah. uh, you,
0: you buried the lead there.
2: <laughs> so, and then, well, they've done this with a few other states as well, and um, at those, we, I kind of feel like, you know, I we, we didn't get the, the full thing, but the president was there speaking or um, the vice president. And so every, every group, it's been kind of a mixture of people. I think whoever's available. It's it's a scheduling thing. Yeah. And so, um, I got to go as part of United Way of Illinois. And so it was, it was really cool. Um, first of all, just to be invited and to be able to represent Illinois in that way. Um, but it was, um, uh, probably about 50 people from Illinois, most of them from Chicago sure. obviously Senators, um, um Senator Doris Turner was there um, so I got to, to chat with her so there was a, a mixture of Was non-profits. the mayor of
1: Chicago there no okay
2: um well I I say that but he wasn't I'm just kidding it's, I, a, it's an sure, inside joke for people who do news um I'm sure I don't know everybody w- that was there um you know I didn't get to see everybody yeah. you know and, and and figure that out but um, some nonprofit you know like, um, regional nonprofit sure. leaders, that type of thing. Um, so and do you, a lot of,
1: it was cool for you to go. Yes. Right. Yes. Do you feel like anything comes out of it? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's just kind of like government and like one-on-one, isn't it? Uh, all right. Here's the mayor of Chicago joke. He got, he got into dust up with the media this week because they, he said he was going to go to the border. You know, they got the migrant crisis going on up there and he, he gets, really testy with the reporters. I got kids, man. You know, I'm not like another mayor. I can't just, they got soccer games. Oh, there's no soccer games going on in February. (laughs) And he was at the Grammys last week. Wow. How dumb is that?
0: Did he take his look, pretty, not not, pretty that, not that
1: there's anything he can do at the right. border. I think it's a stupid right. idea for those people to go down and stand at a fence and take a picture. But the idea that you're you're chiding the media for asking you about doing something you said you were going to do, and you tell them you have no time, but you were at the Grammys last Sunday. Yeah,
2: that makes no. That's sense. That's not a good
1: look. Uh, but nothing about that administration has been. All right. So, uh, did you do anything fun while you were in Washington D.C.?
2: I did not. It was so I I was at a conference. And this was a last minute thing that we found out about. And um, so I had to leave the conference early, fly there. So I was only there for, for one night. Okay. So it was a quick, really.
1: And did you know anybody? I, well, obviously it's Senator Turner.
2: That was the only person I knew.
1: How big a room was it?
2: Um, it was, there were probably, um, it was kind of, it was a weird situation. Um, it was just a bunch of chairs set up. Um, the room was probably, I'm trying to think of a, probably double the size of my boardroom. Yeah. So I don't even know what that size would be, but it's not, it wasn't large. Um, so, and it was, we were all crammed in there. I mean, it was a tight space, but it was, it was pretty casual. So, um, the speakers came in. Did you get to meet Pete? Um, I did. We got to, and. So they came in, they did their thing. Then we could ask questions. We right. could, you know, all of these things. It was, it was pretty casual. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a really great experience. I was glad I got to be a part of it and just be in the room as all part right. of the United Was he shorter
1: Way. or taller than you thought?
2: I think he was exactly what I expected. Okay. That's yeah. not often the
1: case. Yeah,
2: no, I, there was nothing shocking. I, you know what? He was a great speaker. He brought a a lot of energy into the room. He's a smart guy. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was just a great experience to be able to um, to listen to him and, and some of the other things going on at the White House. We but,
1: used to have so much fun when we did the chamber fly-in for years. Um, it, it was always a, a great time, a, and Senator or uh, Congressman LaHood uh, uh, always coordinated that. I think we went to one with Aaron Schock, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. And it was Congressman LaHood knew everybody. And I mean, everybody on both sides of the aisle. I mean, you would go from, here's Nancy Pelosi, right. to there's Karl Rove, and you go, <laughs> like, hey, here's Senator John McCain, and oh, by the way, here's, I mean, and the, all the names. And they would, we were at the Library of Congress uh, every year, which is an amazing building. That's where all those great scenes and all the president's men took place with them going through the cards and everything. And there's a place you can go all the way up to the top of that thing. That's like a, a, a hundreds of years. Like it's unbelievable. So we would go, mostly hungover, and um, <laughs> you but you could just ask questions.
2: Yeah, I mean that it was great. That's I mean I think you were on the one where um got to meet um. President Obama, well, before he was president. Yeah. Um, Just, it was amazing the people that we got to meet when we did those fly-ins. Right,
1: and we would do our show uh, out there, uh, and it was a lot of fun. But it it was just, it was weird, because people you'd seen on TV your whole life or whatever Mm -hmm. would just walk in, and they were either shorter, taller, bigger. I mean, you are like, like, okay, I don't really have any context for this, because if they're on the stage debating, they're probably standing on phone books or something. You don't know what's real.
2: I feel um, Nancy Pelosi... Looked older then than she does now. Like she looked older when we saw her in person. This is the than funniest she does Nancy now. Pelosi
1: story is she was trying to find something to identify with Downstate Illinois, and you could, you know, she was just stuck on Chicago, right. and she finally got out the Quad Cities. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. As a reference point that we could relate to in (laughs) downstate. And I also remember um, what was then Congressman Rahm Emanuel before he was mayor of Chicago and before he was chief of staff for President Obama. and, And people are giving the Republican House a lot of grief about, and they should, about this border stuff because they want to use it as an election ploy. I'll never forget Robbie Manuel just looking at us straight out and going, because and, somebody said, what's going to happen in the legislation? He goes, nothing. <laughs> not doing anything until the election in November. This was in the spring. So wow. that game has been played forever on both sides. Well, that's fun. I have yeah. been to Washington, D.C. for a long time.
2: Yeah, it was um We it was go to exciting. the Russia house. Yeah. Do you
1: remember the Russia yes. house? Yes. I think it closed, sadly enough. Really? I think they had some damage done because of the war in Ukraine. I mean, I think there was oh, some politics yeah. involved. And uh, it, it was an unbelievable building. And they had about 800 different kinds of vodka.
2: Yeah. While I was there, I sent um, your old co-host, Holly,
1: uh-huh.
2: a message. And I was like, I'm in D.C., thinking about our trip, <laughs> <laughs> thinking about the fly-in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lots of, it's a great
1: city. Yeah. I mean, I know they have their share problems Mm -hmm. and I know I'm not talking about government. I'm just talking about the city itself. There are so many things to Um, see.
2: I stayed at the hotel, Washington. Okay. Isn't that where we would go? Is that the rooftop bar? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah.
1: They have the, the, uh, is that the hotel, Washington? Yes. Okay. There's a rooftop, uh, bar uh, on the top of that hotel that overlooks the white house. And it's yeah. unbelievable, you know all this stuff you've seen in movies and TV all yeah. your life when you see it. And and it, here's the crazy thing about Washington D.C. If it were not the nation's capital, right? This stuff would be ridiculous. I i, I mean, it's so <laughs> over the top. But somehow there, it kind of all fits yeah. and works. I mean, if you parked any of that stuff anywhere else, you go, what is this?
2: This is gaudy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's a great, a great, it's a fun city to, to, to have some, uh, you, you do kind of get to see that they're, they're kind of self-important. I mean, there's a lot of that when you go visit with your congressman and the staff and all that kind of stuff. I yeah. mean, they're, but the city itself,
2: it's just a different energy.
1: When you stand, when you go up to, to the, uh, the Lincoln, uh, uh, what do they call it?
0: Monument? Monument, Is it
1: just called the Lincoln Monument? Yeah, I think so. I yeah. Lincoln Memorial. Lincoln Memorial. Yeah. When you go up the steps to the Lincoln Memorial, and there is an X carved into the place where Martin Luther King mm-hmm. delivered his speech, you mm-hmm. get like goosebumps. Yeah. Looking over that, because you've got the Vietnam Wall on this side, uh, War Memorial down this side, and then the cap, or you know the, uh, you know, the Capitol and the Washington Memorial mm-hmm. are straight ahead in that p- reflecting pond. It's like wow.
2: Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's, you know, history. Yeah. And it, you're standing in places that, you know, all of these iconic moments happen in our history yeah. and it's, it's pretty cool.
1: It's a, it's now I'm, I'm wanting to go back. I, 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 when did we, when was the last time we were there?
2: I, I didn't go the last couple of t- times that, that you guys went, I don't think. Um, but man, it's been a long time. It, well, maybe it stopped after.
1: Well, Aaron Schock, I know Congressman Hood <laughs> did it for years yeah. when he was our congressman. And then I think I, I we went at least once uh, with, with Congressman Shock, but he wasn't around for very long. Right. And then I think probably that's when it just, it and, out, and I'm yeah. not sure the last time that we took a trip out there that it had anything to do with that. Uh, I remember we did our show uh, from the Heritage Foundation because they had studios. Um, I don't know. I'll have to ask Lindsay. It's
2: it's been a long time.
1: It's always a great city. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had fun.
2: Thank you. Uh, Yeah, it was pretty exciting.
1: we got to do a break here uh, because we have to pay some bills. And when we get back, uh, I want to find out um, where you are. Yeah. Not like physically. Yeah. You know, overall. Sweet. Yeah. We can talk about it. All right. And what's going on with the United Way. Yeah. Because there's a lot happening. Uh, All right. Here's Nick with your three-day forecast. We'll be back with more right after this.
0: Today, there's a slight chance of showers between 11 and 2, partly sunny, high near 60. Tonight, partly cloudy and windy, low of 47. For Friday, sunny with a high of 64, and Saturday, mostly sunny, high near 48. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 47 degrees. Your WSOY time is 849. Set those tee times as Earthmover Credit Union presents the second United Way Open at Caddyshack Golf Pub in downtown Decatur. $1,500 in prize money's on the line, and it's anyone's to win. Book a tee time to play on the golf simulator at Caddyshack by calling 217-422-4444 or visiting caddyshackgolfpub.com. When you arrive, tell them you're playing in the United Way Open. Donate $10 bucks to the United Way for each nine holes you play at Pebble Beach, and you're in the running. Play anytime between now and February 28th. Top 12 scorers are called on leap day and are invited to the championship nine-hole round March 3rd. Earthmover Credit Union presents the second United Way Open at Caddyshack. Can anyone catch defending champion Griffin Sparks? Huge thank yous to sponsors the Country Financial Agency of Ludwig & Young, the new 4-9 in Mount Zion right next door, Main Place Real Estate Agent Blake Reynolds, the Law Office of Andrew Erickson, Newhoff Media, Jim embroidery by Lance Amos, and Blake of Parluza, LLC. Join the fun at the Bushlight Comedy Series at Three Ravens in Monticello. It's Jay Chris, February 15th, 16th, and 17th. Jay Chris appeared on America's Got Talent, The Tonight Show, Jimmy Kimmel live and Comedy Central. I've lost so much weight. Of course, it's drinking manies. It's the Bushlight Comedy Series at Three Ravens in Monticello with Jay Chris, February 15th, 16th, and 17th. Want tickets? Go to the Three Ravens Facebook page. Retirement can be scary, but only if you're not prepared. That's why AARP created thisispretirement.org. Because unless you've already retired, you're in retirement and you still have time to plan. Learn about retirement savings options, potential tax breaks, and how you can build savings over time. Visit thisispretirement.org for free resources to help you customize your action plan and feel the retirement fear disappear. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. You're listening to Buyers and Company,
2: streaming live at NowDecatur.com.
1: Gwen Stefani, what's the it was no doubt right uh, the band? Correct. Okay, I remember their performance. She's great live. They were a good band live. Yeah, um agreed. Deborah, Deborah, Bo- excuse me. I got a got <laughs> signed placard right here. I can't ignore Deborah Bogle from the United Way of Decatur in Mid Illinois with the official White House seal of approval is uh, in studios with us here today after a bit of a sabbatical. Um, so, what's going on with the United Way? What do we need to know?
2: Well, and we... do you know? Well, barely. <laughs> I've barely been in the office since I got back. Monday was my first day back. Yeah. And um, we just had a lot going on this week. Um, and um, I haven't even been through all my emails yet, but um, working on that stuff. And then yesterday I was at the um, Capitol um advocating for the child tax credit Springfield you mean yes, yes yes and so um just you know a lot of different pieces happening right now and it's a busy time as usual right um but yeah we are doing our investment process this year and so we are applications well friday's the deadline so we're getting all these applications in for um her community investment through agency programs And um, I think right now we have over 40 applications for funding. Um, We'll start um, uh, rounding up volunteers to come in and and make those decisions and and do that. And so we're we're excited about this. It's an every two-year process. So we have a little break for a year and then get back into it. So it's always great to, to see what what's happening with the agencies, what they need, where
1: they're at. All right. So how how long does that process take?
2: Um, Well, we've spread it out a little bit longer. We used to jam pack it all into a few weeks. Um, But this gives us more time to we'll start um, in March and we'll end, I think, the first week of May. So we'll do like one line of effort a week and then take a week off and then another line of effort. This gives us time to... um, Go through the applications with a fine tooth comb. So one of the things that I'm really proud of that we do is um, when people send applications in, and I don't know any other organization that does this that 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 funds is I will read every application, and if something doesn't make sense, I talk to the station and we fix it so that when the volunteers come in, they understand everything that's happening. We don't want somebody to not get funded just because of a, a miscommunication. Um, I spell check. I make all these because our goal is to make sure that these applications are funded based on the quality, um, the outcomes, those things, not just that somebody... You know, misspelled words, and you know their budget didn't make sense, and so we help them get through this process. So everybody comes in with a with the same opportunity. Um, everything looks great. Information you need, we do mock interviews, so you can come in if you're nervous. We'll help you navigate that. We'll let you present. We'll give you some feedback. We kind of know what the volunteers are looking for, so we can say. Mm, you need to make sure that you cover this piece or don't talk about that piece or, you know, because they don't care about that or it's it's not relevant and you don't have that much time. So you,
1: you help them put together the best presentation. We do. Be, help them be the best they can be yes in front of the community members who are going to be deciding how this stuff gets allocated
2: exactly
1: i like that it's, it's the exact opposite of bureaucracy you, you know handing somebody a clipboard with a form and it's one size fits all and right it, it, you know so uh i get it uh but there's also i think important on the other side of that it, that the that these organizations understand it, you know they're all a good cause there, there's a million good causes right and and i think people are way more not that it it's scrutiny. I don't think that is the word. But people want the vetting to be done before they write a check or know that that check's doing the maximum good. Right. And so I, you know, thirty years ago, I think it was uh, okay to go well, right. and people would just go here's a yeah. check. Now you got eight hundred good causes, you know, being thrown at you a day through social media and everything else. I think teaching them the importance of how to sell what they do to a body of people is important for them.
2: It really is because they will come in and. Uh, we had one person um, that we worked with at an agency years ago who who came in and, and her message was, well, we would do this, but we don't have enough money. When And we would do this, but we we just, you know, we don't have enough staff because we don't have enough. Everything was just like this negative. Yeah, And so we worked with her and we're like, talk about all the amazing things that you're doing because your organization is great. You have great outcomes. Like they want to... The community wants to invest in something that's successful. Yeah, and um, so just those little things that we can do to help you, because we don't want somebody to, to not fund a program because maybe the pr- the presentation wasn't the greatest. Because it's not about that. So, and we we really do talk about that with the volunteers. And yeah, what but to I, look but for. I
1: think that though it helps them in other areas. I mean, you're not the only p- person they're going to ask for money from. I, I mean, right. you know, that gives them a better you, you know presentation to donors or, or their board or whatever it might be.
2: Right. And that organization got more money that year Good. because people understood what they did. Yeah, absolutely. They knew the outcomes were great, and yep. so it made a huge difference.
1: So uh, Mayor Pete was impressive in person. He, he was. You know, I
2: really liked him. It was.
1: It, we could have had him to vote. Uh, you, you know, I, I, I'm looking at President Biden for the second time in a week, by the way. Now, this is on the heels of, of Trump confusing Nancy Pelosi and, and Nikki Haley. <laughs> but Joe Biden had an entire conversation about the meeting of the G7 leaders in the UK in 2021 and how literally uh, Helmut Kohl did this and this and this. Helmut Kohl died in 2017. He wasn't <laughs> at the G7 meeting four years later. Oh. I I say this only because yeah. you inspire me. Why isn't someone, like, checking this stuff, you you know, before, you you know, like. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he confused a conversation he had. I do that. You could tell me two years ago, four years ago. But he's, no, at this meeting.
2: Just do a little fact check. When you were in the White (laughs) House.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's not even, it's. Oh. I mean, I think we just expect stuff like that these days. When you have 80-year-olds, yes. And I don't even, that's not a knock on 80-year-olds. All right. This was a good. It was fun. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Debbie, good to have you back.
2: Thank you. I'm so happy to be back.
1: UnitedWay.org?
2: Yes, UWDecator.org.
1: UWDecator.org. Yes. Give. It's a good cause.
0: You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit NewhoffMedia.com.